You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one. Arm drag. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly wrestling booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and with me, as always, is the other man of a thousand nicknames, Ryan Knightsey. Ryan, how are you doing? How does it feel to be on the other side of this intro? Uh, it's weird. Was I a man of a lot of nicknames as well? I feel like I had like two while you had like thousands, obviously. Well, I didn't want to be like Ryan Knightsey, the man of three nicknames. It doesn't sound nearly as impressive. <laughs> hey, I guess it's better than no nicknames, I guess. Exactly. Uh, I, I give you the thousand because it, it felt it felt you need the grandeur, you know. That's I appreciate the grandeur. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I'm a little under the weather currently. Okay. Uh, I I had I was struck with a fever yesterday. <gasps> uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm not sure. We I I got a COVID test today. I don't think it's COVID. And part part of the reason I'm still doing this show is one, I want to still give something to our audience. But two, like true for everyone. Yeah, two is that like I feel one hundred percent better than yesterday. Currently, my fever seems to have broken. I uh, temperatured myself and I got a ninety-seven point one. Is that what it's called? You temperatured yourself? Yeah, I'm no doctor, so uh, yeah. Uh, but I got ninety-seven degree temp um, compared to what one hundred and one plus yesterday. So I'm like, I'm basically, I have no fever according to the, my temperature readings. And I'm not, as you can hear, I'm not coughing. I don't have a shortness of breath. I don't think I have COVID. I think it could easily be some sort of stomach bug. But obviously, when you have a fever and you live in Georgia and your case numbers have tripled since April, uh, you kind of, you kind of want to, you kind of want to just, you know, just be, make sure double be, check. You got to be safe than sorry. So uh, I got the yeah. test. And boy, howdy, Mikey, does that test suck? Uh, have you, uh, no. have you, yeah, you, you haven't had a COVID test at all. Have you? No. So I had, uh, there's the proper terms for it. And I don't know off the top of my head, but I had the COVID test that was, um, it wasn't the antibody test. It was the test that basically tells you if you currently have it or not. I forget what that's called, but it's the one, the famous one that everyone knows about where it's, you take. The, the one where you take the long, almost like an ear uh, wax cleaner thing. Q-tip? Q-tip. It's on, you take a very long Q-tip swab, stuff it down your nose, <laughs> and then, you know, pull it out. Wow, hate that. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's famous is because it sucks. Uh, it's more like, more like infamy, I feel like. Oh, it awful. Uh, Jesse said that it felt like a like hot metal being stuffed down your nose. Like I could, I could afterward, like after after that happened, my like right side of my face, my like my right eye was watery. Um, it was all gross. I could, I felt. Now this is gonna be real graphic. <laughs> this is gonna be real graphic. All right. Uh, I guess that's a fair warning to everyone listening. Yeah, I. I knew that it wasn't in my mouth, but I could feel it behind, feel the Q-tip behind my mouth. If you know what I mean, like yikes! Like, like Jesse said, she's like, I sort of felt it at the roof of her mouth, like you know, like your your you know your mouth, your breathing passages ways uh, are sort of next to each other. Obviously, uh, I sort I sort of felt it in a way, and it was gross. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's stuffed down all my boogies. So that's also great. Uh, but Oof. yeah, besides, besides all that, uh, I am doing, like I said, I am doing 100% better. 
uh, at time of recording. I don't think I have COVID, but you know, if I do, I'll we'll keep you all posted. Yeah, we'll keep the information flowing to you guys as we receive it. Yes. How are you doing, Mikey? I'm doing all right. I, on a lighter note, I guess I just got a haircut for the first time in months. <laughs> uh very excited about that uh my hair was getting unbelievably untamable and i'm glad i finally was able to get one i know that is obviously not the biggest thing going on in the world right now no big thing big things happening in your life are still important right getting right. a haircut and, and ha- what when was the last time you get a haircut in like in march or so i mean getting a haircut is still like a hugely important thing right i haven't gotten a haircut at all i i had I had long hair, and at the start of the pandemic, Jesse shaved my head, um, which was, what, in March or so? April, maybe? Uh, and so my haircut is kind of coming. My hair is kind of coming back. But, you know, getting a haircut is just as important. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad because it, uh, it definitely helps me feel a little better. Uh, the messy hair was definitely starting to affect me a little bit because it just, like, makes me feel I gross. Get yeah. Uh, I get you. It's, it's, so it's, nice it's like a like mental a health again. thing in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we've been awesome. pretty good. I'm ex- I'm excited to start the show. Um, and I think uh, I'm gonna offer you a little bit of good news when I tell you the poll results in which you won the poll, getting the exact numbers right now. You won 58 percent to 42 percent in the poll. Hey. So Ryan, you are the winner, and you get to hit me with that randomizer. Hope that makes you feel it at least does, a little bit actually. better. You know, getting that win. I worked hard on last week's. I, I feel like since coming off of backlash, I've been working really hard to make solid cards. Um, and I feel like I'm maybe. I guess maybe it's paying off. You know, this is my second week in a row in a while uh, that does bring the tally of. Four to six to one. SmackDown with four wins, Raw of six wins, and then went one tie. So that yeah, one, one tie, tie baby. Kill I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I am happy. As you can tell by my lack of energy, I am very happy. As you can tell, I'm thrilled. Yeah, I'm trying to bring as much energy as I can, folks. So bear with me, I guess. I do have a. I do have a very <laughs> slight headache. Uh, but uh, that's besides the point. But yeah, no, I'm. I'm very happy. Well, I'm, I'm very happy. I, I I am Yeah, I am happy. I, I hope I hope part of me hopes it's something good. I hope I hope I I looking at my roster every once in a while, I'm like, man, I do feel like I need like just a couple more people because I feel like I've maxed out on people usage. I need some more women's on my roster. With Becky Lynch gone, it really <laughs> fucked me up. So I hope I can maybe win some yeah, women. Sure. That doesn't like that. I don't like that phrasing. That doesn't make any sense. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, right. this is why you're so the host this week i'll open us up with the smackdown card then since uh you came out victorious uh well you can present your card last all right so opening up smackdown this week we got one nation the tag team champions they come to the ring and grab a mic and they said what the street prophet said about us last week was absolutely blasphemous one nation fears no team and we know we're the best, and we'll take on anyone to prove it at any time. We don't care who it is. And who steps out to answer that challenge? None other than Mustafa Ooh. Ali, the old the old uh, nemesis of One Nation, uh, old leader slash nemesis of One Nation, comes out to answer the challenge, and he says, I've been waiting so long for another shot to take you guys down, and I think I found just a partner to help me do that. And Rey Mysterio comes to the side of Mustafa Ali, and the two make their way to the ring for our opening matchup of One Nation versus Mustafa Ali and Rey Mysterio, in which the tag team champions One Nation take home the victory. So Mustafa Ali just can't get it done. He cannot beat One Nation. One Nation staying dominant, uh, coming through, coming up to uh, Extreme. I like it. I like that a lot, honestly. Hearing that, I was like, not only is he perfect, but it. It's weird that he didn't pick Drew Gulak, but maybe a solid choice since they teamed up and lost. But uh, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio and Ali, I feel like that's a solid tag team. Yeah, I was excited. I haven't used Rey Mysterio in a while, so I figured it was a nice time for him to, to get back in the ring for a little bit, even though he lost, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I also like the one. I also like One Nation using the term blasphemous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something that just that word fits with them, and I don't know what it is. 
Because they see themselves unto gods, Ryan. Hey, don't you be stealing my Monday Night Messiah gimmick with Seth Rollins. This you're is right, gimmick you're infringement, right. sir. I'll back up, I'll back up. Listen, don't hit me with any copyright claim. And I will sue you? <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 question mark? Can you sue people over gimmick infringement? Probably, right? Prob- maybe. Like, it is, It's in, in a way, it's intellectual property, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to be thinking about this for the next day or so. Next up, we have a uh, our first segment of the night. It is a backstage interview with Samoa Joe about his words last week to Pete Dunne. Joe says, I've said what I had to say. He just isn't good enough for a shot at this title, and he never will be. Pete Dunne steps into the interview and interrupts it and says, doing a lot of talking there, Joe. Care to back it up? Joe says, all right, I'll play along. What do you have in mind? Pete Dunn comes back with me, you, tonight. If I beat you, I get a shot at the United States title at Extreme Rules. Joe laughs and says, deal, kid. See you in the ring. Wow. That sets up for our main event of Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunn. And if Pete Dunn wins, he he gets a shot at uh, Joe's United States Championship at Extreme Rules. I love it. I love it. Samoa Joe on the tear of of just solid. I feel like I just solid potential. You know, solid match uh, uh, defenses. Oh yeah, like just just a great run for Samoa Joe. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Next up, we have match number. I, two. Assume, I should say, assuming it happens, assuming Pete Dunne defeats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have match number two with Humberto Carrillo taking on Mojo Raleigh, in which Carrillo picks up the victory. Uh, after he hits Mojo Raleigh with his finisher, he pins him, but stops the pin after two and hits him with a second finisher and finishes him off that time, showing off the new uh, aggressive version of Humberto Carrillo, hitting Mojo with two finishers to put him away. Yes, the man has surgically removed his dimples. So he's now <laughs> that's that's the gimmick change, is that he surgically removed his dimples to be a heel. Now he wears a mask to cover his dimples. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a mask that just it's he's basically wearing a face mask, right? Like it's just yeah. covering his mouth so you can't see it. Yeah. It's like the Mustafa Ali thing, like the light up one. Yeah, what a heel. What, what a, a goddamn. Heel. Are we saying that marrying a mask makes you a heel? No. We're not saying that. Where where your goddamn mask folks? No, what do we look like? Austin Aries? Come on. <laughs> what do we look like? Low key? Get out of here. Oh my god. Wear a mask, people. Jesus, I can't believe they said that. <laughs> can, I just, can we quickly talk about like Austin Aries and Loki? Just complaining about wearing masks like a bunch of fucking idiots. I love Austin Aries complain about it because it's just so nonsensical. Because he's basically like, yeah, like you're giving yourself heart disease by eating poorly, and it's like, dude, but like heart disease <laughs> isn't contagious. <laughs> he's like, but you chose to do that. I was like, yeah, no one chooses to have COVID. <laughs> Unbelievable. So like, yeah. Unbelievable! It's just like he's like, oh great! I was like, yeah, you, you know, if you live a healthy life, you're probably less, you know, maybe less likely to get COVID. But there isn't any evidence suggesting that. And also, it COVID, to my knowledge, doesn't give a shit about that. So get off your high horse, Austin, and put on a fucking mask. <laughs> just wear it. Just wear. It. I love. Uh, who is that one? Chris? Was it Chris Ridgeway? Chris Brooks? Something like that. Just like responded to him being like, just wear both. Just do both. Be, live a healthy <laughs> lifestyle and wear a mask. Like it doesn't. It's like, it's like those. It's like the El Paso taco commercials. Like, por no los dos. Yeah. Just do both. And, and then Austin comes back with another complaint. He's like, I'm not saying that masks are bad. I'm just saying that no one should be yelling at me to be wearing masks and shouldn't be stuffing down my throat. And Chris just responds to me like, well, then do both. <laughs> just wear a mask. You know then. what? You know what else will get? You know what else they'll shove down your throat if you don't wear a mask? A fucking ventilator. You know what else they'll do? You know, you know, you know how you also get them to stop yelling at you to wear a mask? Just wear a mask. By wearing a mask. If you just wore a mask, people wouldn't yell at you. Uh, Austin. Unbelievable. Anyways. Anyway, next up, we have a video package after that match. Commentary announces they have footage from last week after SmackDown went off of the air. They show a video of Drew McIntyre pursuing the demon Finn Balor. He catches up to him, and the two start brawling in the parking lot. Drew gets his hands on the demon and pins him against the wall, and he's winding up to give him a big old right hook to the face. 
He's going to give him a big old wallop. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he's winding up, Randy Orton runs up behind Drew McIntyre with a chair and wails him. The two beat down Drew McIntyre while he's down, and then Orton picks Drew up and drags him over to a car and hits him with an RKO over the hood as Orton and the demon make their escape. Oh, come on. You're telling me he doesn't hit him with an RKO off the hood, and then when he rolls off the hood, Finn Balor does a goddamn... Car and... No, oh, it was... coup de gras. Yeah, I gotta do that coup de gras off the hood. Damn. <laughs> no, I just like the RKO onto the hood of a car. That's good. That's good. No, I, I still like it. I like it. We have the continuation of what the was the show closer last week. Yeah. Uh, I like it a lot. A little, little bit. It looks like McIntyre might need some extra help, but where will he get that help from? Maybe. I have Maybe. theories. <laughs> I have theories, but I'm sure that theory's name does not begin with Austin. <laughs> Austin theory. Da, 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 da. Wear a mask. <laughs> anyways. Next up. How many of her segments end with anyways? Wear a, anyways, wear a mask. Next up, we have a match between Asuka and Candice LeRae with Bailey on commentary, in which Asuka takes home the victory. Uh, and after the match is our next segment, where Bailey enters the ring to congratulate Asuka on her win, but Asuka doesn't take kindly to that and stares Bailey down and just kind of like like doesn't shake her hand, doesn't let her raise her hand. Uh, and Bailey kind of reads reads the room and starts to leave the ring. Uh, but that's when Asuka decides to make her attack. But Bailey was pretty sure this was going to happen and counters the encounters the attack and they t- and they begin to brawl around the ringside area. The two get to the announce tables where Bailey throws Asuka into the barricade, looks at the announce table, she clears it off, takes off the the hood, takes out the monitors, starts clearing the announce table off, and then she drags the ring steps over next to the table. And she picks up Asuka, slams her head on the steel stairs, and brings her to the top of the stairs with her. She hits a Bailey to belly off of the stairs through the announce table, ending the fight with Bailey standing tall. Wow. So I know that was confusing. No, yes. Walk me through it. So what happens is Bailey throws Asuka into the corner, and then Bailey clears off the announce table. She drags the steps over to like where the front of the announce table is, and then basically drags Asuka up the stairs to the, the top of the the, the the set the staircase the, not the staircase the Steps. the steel stairs yeah with her and then off of the steel stairs does a bailey to belly through the announce table. No it makes sense to me. Does that make sense? To get the leverage to do the yeah. Yeah it makes sense. Get the height leverage the height to be able to throw someone through the table. Exactly. No it makes sense to me. Yeah I like it. Uh definitely setting up some sort of extreme match at extreme rules guess we'll see i guess we'll see yeah i mean bailey did win the title off of oscar so i guess the only thing makes sense to do a reunion would be some sort of extreme rules match some sort sort of match where the rules are extreme the horror show (laughs) how the house of horrors match between bailey and oscar that's what I'm talking about. Can we do a house of what is it? What's the one coming a, up? It's gonna be a Punjabi prison match. What's the what's the Bray Wyatt uh, Strowman match? I think it's like a swamp match or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you know? Do you know? No. Keeping up with SmackDown and Raw. Like you, well, then have you heard about the Have you heard about the Extreme Rules pay per view? No. I can't wait to break this to you live. Okay. So the full name for the Extreme Rules pay per view is Extreme Rules, the horror show. (laughs) And a match that will be featured is Braun Strowman defending the Universal Championship against cult cult leader Bray Wyatt. Oh, like old school Bray Wyatt? Old school Bray Wyatt in a swamp match. A swamp match? Is it going to be like a boneyard match except in a swamp? That's going to be what I think is probably going to (laughs) happen. going to be at uh, the house that Randy Orton burnt down. I'm just going to point out yet again, Mikey, that I, I'm going to take my victory lap here and say that match is also going to be bad. Um, and just take my victory lap and being like, yeah, Boneyard match was fun, but after doing having four or five of these kind of matches, people hate them. <laughs> it's going to be something. After Money in the Bank, 
after the Adam Cole backyard backlot brawl. Uh, yeah, cool back, the 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 backlot brawl between Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream was not that bad. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much. Okay, I didn't think it was that bad. That's fair. That's fair. I hated it. <laughs> That's all. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're, anyway, you're, you're more of a fan of pure wrestling, though, so that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. It what, the difference between I'm also noticing the trend that like when they ramp up the 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 like the, the line for you, Mikey, is like if WWE ramps up the hokiness of it. AKA the money in the bank match, you mm. you're like, no. <laughs> That's when you're like, no, this is dumb. But when it's like Boneyard match or the backlot brawl, when it's more like a taped match, you're sort of like, I like it. Does that make is, is am I correct in that assessment? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh so what are the odds that Otis cashes in on the swamp match? And he becomes the king of the Otis, swamp. Otis makes his way to the swamp. <laughs> I would love if Otis, if Ot- oh Otis my god, becomes, if Otis Ot- becomes Shrek, that that's also good. But I was gonna say if he cashes in by like driving up in one of those river swamp boats, with a big fan in the back. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, just like, start- oh yeah, <laughs> starts pumping. That's, his- some, that's some heavy machinery, <laughs> huh? Thanks, Michael uh- Cole. That's what I call heavy machinery. Oh my god, that would be so good. And then as he tries to do it, he gets just he just gets rolled by a gator. <laughs> it's like oh oh, and then he comes out and he's eating the gator. Oh man, like fried gator on a stick. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, so after that segment where Bailey absolutely beats the snot of Oscar, we have our main event: Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunne. In which Pete Dunn ends up getting the victory over Samoa Joe. And after the match, Pete Dunn grabs a steel chair, opens it up on Samoa Joe, and sits and sits on it. And he says, Joe, you made the mistake of underestimating me. Now you'll pay the price. Since I have a shot at that title you hold, I figure we might make it interesting. How about at Extreme Rules, we make it a chairs match? Then Dunn drops the mic and stomps on Joe while he's trapped under the chair, folds it up, and hits Joe a few times for good measure. And and Pete Dunn walks out with the dented-up chair. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, Pete Dunn gets, gets his shot at uh, Extreme Rules, which is, I believe, SmackDown's first official announced match. Yes, which it is, is. Which is Pete Dunn versus Samoa Joe in a chairs match for the United States Championship. For United States chair chairmanship, chair, I succeeded. How dare you? You gave it your best. United States championship and chairs match. United States championship. Championship match. United chairs. United chair championship. I don't know. Correct. These are all correct statements. But yeah, that 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 brings SmackDown to a close uh, with Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne walking out with the dented chairs, closing Shadow Smack. I like it. I like it. Nice, nice uh, top-down review of SmackDown. I like it. I like One Nation opening up SmackDown. I like this team up with Ali and Mysterio. I think that's a great team. Uh, I'm excited about Pete Dunne, Samoa Joe. Candice LeRae just sort of circling that women's title picture. She's not in it, but she's circling it. Mm-hmm. You know, she did lose i mean she did lose here so that's something but she's you know she's in that in a way in that field um yeah. <laughs> Alberto Carrillo being di- dimpleless is cool um yeah i like it i like it a lot um do i have any questions or anything to you uh no i mean i guess i'm just excited to see what comes up i wouldn't be surprised if the title match will be ali and mysterio against one nation i imagine we're getting oscar and bailey yet again humberto carrillo i just don't know um but yeah and then oh yeah and then i like the the renewal of what happened uh the end the extended ending of last week's show 
Smack, okay. the SmackDown director's cut. Yes, the SmackDown director's cut. Uh, I do. Who, my theories, my Austin theories about. I if I okay. My theories are that McIntyre is gonna need help to take down Randy and Finn. So my theories are is that he's gonna have to team up with somebody, and that my theory will be is like. I think the best person I can think of is Braun Strowman. Ooh, I would like to. That would be cool. Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre team up to take down Orton and the Demon. Hey, don't say that would be cool. You're the one booking it, sir. Don't steal my ideas. No, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to step in the shoes of the fans, Ryan. Okay, that's fair. I think I. I also someone that's conspicuous by his absence for the past several weeks is Kevin Owens. So, yeah. I, you know, he hasn't been around since. It's not, be- it's not because I forgot to use him at all. <laughs> he hasn't been used since before Backlash. Oh, yeah, um, it's been a minute for sure. So, yeah, he conspicuous by his absence. So maybe he is the uh, a possible helper. I always thought I always thought that I did. I did think that after McIntyre or after what was that Backlash? It was Randy Orton versus Braun Strowman after Strowman after McIntyre. I legit thought that you were going to have Owens fight for the Extreme Rules Championship, not the Extreme I, Rules Championship. I figured you might. You what's that? I said I figured you might. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of read you there. I figured that the, the Kevin Owens uh, train was coming in, but um, I thought it'd be cool to build somebody other than Kevin Owens because it's me, and I always build Kevin Owens. That's fair. I am waiting for the day for when you do build up Kevin Owens. Because there's always the god dang uh, Sami Zayn with the Money in the Bank title. That there's like, oh yeah, I, I see, I like, I see it, I see it on the wall. And was, I don't know when you'll do it, but I know you'll do it at some point. Sami Zayn cashing in on Kevin Owens for, oh, Beautiful. it'll be it'll be better than the, it'll be better than the Seth Rollins at WrestleMania one that they always bring up every time money in the bank is mentioned that's true i'm sorry what do they call it the heist of the century yeah of course what well, well, in his defense it was it was the, it heist, was of the heist of the century yeah it, it, no it absolutely was indeed the best it was i think i think that was easily the best cash in probably ever hmm i have to go back and think in my brain it was pretty great at the, I mean, I wasn't watching wrestling at the time, so all I know is based off of watching it back, and it was it does hyped and prepared and cut edited together like it was great. Um, I'm trying to think. Didn't, of we, watch, didn't we watch that WrestleMania live? I, no, not that WrestleMania. Why I do think I was, feel like I watched that with somebody? You might have. Did you watch it with Batista? No. Dave, Dave Batista, Mikey's BFS with Dave Batista, everybody. <laughs> I can't remember. I could have sworn. Maybe it was with Jonathan. Hmm. I don't know. I that feel like funny. I watched it with people, but whatever. Yeah, I I didn't get into that. Was in 2015, I think, or no, that was probably 2014, probably. Either way, I wasn't watching wrestling until the draft of 2016. I I, I was always on and off with wrestling, but I always paid attention to WrestleMania because, duh. That's fair. like I gotta. <laughs> That's fair. I can't think of any other. Great cash-ins that I can think of. I mean, Dolph Ziggler cash-in was cool. Dolph Ziggler winning the World Heavyweight Championship was pretty cool. I mean, because that, that, that's the problem with the cash-ins. Is that, like, the epitome of a cash-in... I mean, there's there's no better cash-in than cashing in on the main event, winning the world oh, title WrestleMania. of WrestleMania. I mean, that, and then you're the closing of WrestleMania. There's no better cash-in than that. Like, because that's just, you know, that's just how that is is also no... i think it was a neat thing that instead of roman winning it and then seth immediately taking it away it was a triple threat match so seth just won instead yes they made a triple threat i feel match. like that that was that was a really neat point because it wasn't like it wasn't like oh roman's your champion oh no seth rollins it, roman never got that title which made the journey a little bit better i feel like yeah, so not only that. Even though at that time everyone hated Roman. Not not only that, but Roman was technically the one pinned. Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah. I I wasn't. I didn't see it. I wasn't watching it. I've never seen that match yet. 
but I know for a fact that's the truth. <laughs> there was that one. There was that one cash. Uh, I think it was Dean Ambrose where all three members of the Shield had the title in one night. Yes, it was Money in the Bank, I believe. Yeah, I think Seth. I think that was the that was. Yeah, th- then I guess that WrestleMania was 2016, probably because Money in the Bank was Seth Rollins versus Roman. Where Roman wins the, I think Roman wins the title that night, and then Dean cashes in. I thought it was the other way around. I thought Roman had it, then Seth won, then Dean cashed in on Seth. I would have to look it up. My like, my knowledge, my knowledge is not perfect. <laughs> my knowledge of uh, my wrestling historic. Either way, it was neat. <laughs> uh, yes, Roman Reigns was champion. Seth Rollins defeats Roman. Dean Ambrose cashes in to win. Yeah. So then, what? Who? Where did Roman win this title? When? What? <laughs> Formerly known as Dean Ambrose. Formerly known. Who's Dean? Who the hell is Dean Ambrose? Who, who's Dean Ambrose. Who's that guy? I've never heard of him. Who the hell? Who the hell is that? That? Oh, because that, like that John Moxley fellow though. Oh, uh, Seth Rollins' heist of the century was WrestleMania 31. What happened in between? Oh yeah, them. right, right. WrestleMania play button. Yes, and then this was <laughs> WrestleMania 32 with Triple H versus Roman in the main event. Uh, the Wrestle, there's no there's WrestleMania Star, I believe is what it was called. It was WrestleMania Star. No, WrestleMania 25 is WrestleMania Star. <laughs> That's fair. Um. Okay. Well, then, uh, let me hit the goddamn randomizer on you, my dude. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. The fans have voted. You lost. Fans have voted. Ryan is victorious. Ryan gets to hit me with a randomizer. Ryan, just fuck me up, bro. Well, I did, and I'm going to have to do it twice because you got double booked. Again? How does this always happen? Hit the randomizer twice for two this random always actions. always happens to me. Always happens to you. I'm sorry, buddy. You just get, just get dunked on. Uh, Okay. Not too bad. We'll kind of screw you over slightly because it's kind of funny. But, uh, kind of funny? Yeah, number one, uh, first things first, is at a match. Uh, someone went really short in their match length, and you will have to add a match to hit the two-hour mark. All right, so I got to – that's one thing I got to think about while you're presenting your raw card. Correct. That's the next. Before, you, before we started recording, you commented about how you had trouble thinking of a fifth match and decided to just cut a fifth match. So guess oh, what, buddy? You, can, you gotta no. still have that fifth match. <laughs> so you're welcome. Um, and then second match. Let's or second thing. Let's see what it is. Okay, let's see what it is. It is. It is a sickness. What? <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. Uh, roll a D whatever to see what wrestler is sick for one week. Oh, rip. So uh, off of your entire roster, uh, what do we got? 20 people plus 5, 25 plus 7. 25 plus 7 is 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46 of 46 people. I'm going to roll a D46 on your ass. On yo- sorry, on your ass. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, sir. And then one of those people, number 11, in fact, is going to be sick for one week. Is that basically meaning you cannot use them? I think it's like you just can't use them next week. One, two. Let's see. Oh, number 11. Number 11. Drew McIntyre. Oh, no. My (laughs) number one contender, possibly. You cannot use Drew McIntyre next week. Yikes. That might be okay, though. I think that, that, uh, that build might need a break anyway. Lots happened to Drew McIntyre, and I think I could play it off well that he's not here after he got RKO'd onto a car. I was just about to say, I was like, I, I was about to say, I was like, I it, it might be played off easily. There, there is the idea that he, the RKO on the car was so bad that he missed two weeks of work because he wasn't on, he wasn't on this show either. So no. there's something, there is something there. 
but yeah, he he you lost him for two weeks, so that's not or lost him for one week, so that's not awful, but you know, it is like a little bit of a huh thinking thinker one right there. And plus, you also have to still add a match. Uh, yeah. So there is that. Uh, would you like to know my Raw card, buddy? I would love to hear your Raw card, Ryan. Let's get Raw. Let's get Raw. Let's get Raw. Seth Rollins and the Disciples open up a Raw today. <laughs> Nailed it. This kind Flawed. of fell, fell apart. Kind of fell apart in my hands. Uh, anyways, Seth Rollins and the Disciples. Mastiff and Murphy open up raw. Seth says that last week he has proven the new day wrong yet again and says that I am the future. Murphy is the future. And with his win over big E last week, Mastiff is the future. Whoa. Just like Murphy, I pulled Mastiff out of obscurity and into the light. And he has proven his worth and defeated one half of the tag team champions. And if wins matter, then we deserve a title shot. The nice. new the new day comes out, and Kofi tells Seth that he's missing the point. Yes, bringing up new talent into the roster and have amazing new matchups with with Matt like Mastiff and Biggie last week. That's amazing. That's awesome. But. Why are you taking the credit for it, man? You did nothing for Mastiff and Murphy that they didn't already do for themselves. You were nothing more than a selfish, egocentric maniac. Whoa. Big words. Big words (laughs) coming out of Kofi Kingston. But you don't care about that. And I hope that someday Mastiff and Murphy will realize your hypocrisy. Xavier Woods chimes in saying, look... You're right. You did pin Big E last week. And lucky for you, we are nice guys. We'll give you the title shot at Extreme Rules. And in a couple weeks, for you two, Mastiff and Murphy, we will show you uh, what it actually means to follow the light. Uh, Rollins then gets upset, saying, no, 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 no. You don't get to walk up here and, and talk to your Messiah like that. Give us the title shot tonight. We aren't Whoa. waiting. Seth making demands. Yes, Big E says that you pinned me, you know, you pinned just me last week, and you're getting a title shot at Extreme Rules. Why should you have it tonight? Mastiff steps up to Big E. Murphy stands up to Woods. Kofi tries to calm everybody down, but Rollins then attacks Kofi, and everybody starts brawling. Rollins and the Disciples get the upper hand, and as the New Day leave, they agree to have the title shot tonight. Whoa! Big, big, is this, is this your main event? This is my main event. Mastiff and Murphy. on Raw. Mastiff and Murphy with Rollins versus, the. I guess it's formally, the Disciples with Rollins versus the New Day for Jeez. the Raw Tag Team Championship. What a big match with some big boys. Yes. With some big stakes. Big meat boys. Big stakes. Uh, heavy machinery coming to Raw. <laughs> Yes. Big stakes, big weights. Yes, baby. Yes, baby. Uh, I like it. I love it. I love the, the opener. I love getting up for your big main event later. Super cool. That's I like I like Seth Rollins just like demanding a title shot. Oh yeah, I mean he's the Monday Night Messiah. He can demand whatever he likes. He's 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 the he's the god of of Raw. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, you're right. I like that. Uh, match number one tonight is the Genetic Goddesses, your Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax versus Natalia and Carmella. I like it. Uh, you know, the Bliss and Jax said that they want to get some tag team gold underneath their belts. Bliss so, and Jax connection. Yeah, so why not, you know, why not get a uh, tag match under their belt? And in fact, Bliss and Jax get the win. All right. So, good on them. Just a solid win under their belts. Mm-hmm. Next up, a backstage interview with Keith Lee, who was asked about what happened last week. Mikey, if you don't remember, Keith Lee beat King Corbin last week, and after the match, Styles, uh, AJ Styles beat up Keith Lee when Styles stand tall. Whoa. So, Keith Lee, Keith Lee says that last week he proved himself yet again to both Paul Heyman and Brock Lenzer. Why 
Keith Lee should be the next challenger for the WWE Championship, yet the Phenomenal One won't get out of his own way. And in a way, I can respect that. You know, Styles thinks he deserves a title shot. However, Styles has gotten title shots in the past. He's even won some of those title shots to earn championships. Keith Lee, since coming to WWE, because I say this because of our alternate universe, this is actually true. Yes. I have never won a single championship. Never even got a shot. I don't think I deserve anything in life. But my hard work, kindness to others, determination, just my overall character has proved otherwise. Styles may try to sneak in another title shot or even try to injure me to get it, but I won't be going down without a fight. I am limitless, AJ Styles. That means there is nothing that I can't do, and next week I hope I can prove that. All right, all right. Uh, and what that also does, as you know, after this sort of thing, we announced that there will be a match later tonight, which has already been announced on social media. That uh, uh, on social media, oh, on social media, that if Styles wins his match against Ricochet later tonight, next week will be a number one contenders match between Keith Lee and AJ Styles. Whoa, big, big money match, baby! Yes. That that money match isn't happening till next week. What's happening right now is a tag match. John Morris John Morrison with a mystery partner is taking on the tag team of Sheamus and the Miz. Huh. Sheamus and the Miz, I don't feel like are on the same uh the same foot here, but okay. No, they're on the same foot of wanting to beat up John Morrison. And if, you I know, mean, that's fair. That's the only that's the only thing they have in common. It's like the it's like Drew Gulak and uh, Mustafa Ali. All they want to do is beat up One Nation together. Yes, an enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So yes. there we go. Um, speaking of enemies, uh, John Morrison's tag team partner is revealed to be Andrade. Ooh, very nice team. Trang. Nope. Team Team Lucha, kind of, kind of. They're you know John Morrison from Lucha Underground, Andrade team under, from Team Underground Lucha, <laughs> Andrade from uh, CMLL. Uh, uh, it should be said that during this match, uh, he gets word of who's the tag team partner. Daniel Bryan is watching this match from the back. Whoa! And I will say that Sheamus and the Miz get the win uh, in this match by you know Sheamus pinning John Morrison. Big win there. Big After pin the, there, too. Big pin there. Uh, Andrade attacks The Miz. Sheamus attacks Morrison. Brian comes in and saves Miz and attacks Andrade. Uh, you know, because you know, obviously they're few that they've been having for the past sure. bit. Uh, Brian goes to help up The Miz. And after some slight hesitation... Brian helping The Miz. Never thought I'd see the day. Yes, after some slight hesitation, Miz takes the help. Incredible. Uh, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who needs beef? Pass beef aside. Pass beef aside. Be vegan. You won't get the COVID. Be vegan like Daniel Bryan. And put and then put away the beef. Put away the beef. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Bryan just converted Miz to veganism because he squashed the beef. <laughs> Squash the beef. Squash, Squash the beef. The beef. Squash. Uh, moving on to the it another makes sound like when you squash Jesus, it. Awful. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next segment, which is a backstage interview with Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Uh, the two agree to a tag team title match at Extreme Rules. Uh, that that shot offered by uh, Bliss and Jax last week. Um, they said that they also they also love the idea of adding more gold under their belts. Uh, Morgan says that if they win at Extreme Rules. They want to challenge for the Raw Women's Championship. When and, when and where? Well, that's for us Wait, to they decide. Both, they, both, they both want to challenge for the Raw Women's Championship? Yeah, I mean, separate occasions, but... Uh, no, at the same time. No, not some sort of dumb handicap match. Um, when, yes. and, when and where? That's for us to decide. So we'll find out what happens, assuming they can win their titles. Or retain right. their titles, I should say. So there I we like go. it. I like it. So there we go. Moving into our uh, mid-card match, it, we got AJ Styles against Ricochet. 
with Cedric Alexander and Ricochet's corner. Um, Keith Lee is on commentary for this match. Uh, like I said, if AJ Styles can get the win here, uh, then he will have a number one contenders match for the WWE Championship against Keith Lee next week. Ricochet, if he wins, nothing sort of happens. It's sort of a deterrent from AJ Styles getting that shot, if anything. Uh, But, however, AJ Styles does pick up the win here uh, and certainly gloats about it towards Keith Lee. Of course he does. (laughs) Of course he does. Why wouldn't he? Well, of course. So, yes. AJ Styles. So yes, that confirms that next week we'll have a number one contenders match for the WWE Championship: Keith Lee versus AJ Styles. Winner that, will. That's a match. Winner will go on to face Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at Extreme Rules. All right. So there we go, folks. There we there go. There we go. Moving on, we got a video package uh, that just sort of explains what happened last week between Roman Reigns and The Fiend. Yikes. Yeah, remember, remember that? With Fiend, Fiend's coming out with the lit torch. Yeah, yeah made the, uh, the Inferno match announcement for Extreme Rules, yes? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It's going to be... That match is going to be pretty hot. Yes, I think we officially... As the kids would say, fire. As the kids would say, yes. I think that means we have officially three matches announced, right? It's Samoa yes. Joe, Pete Dunne. Uh, in a chairs match. In a chairs match. Roman Reigns and the Fiend in an Inferno match. And uh, I guess officially, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley for the Women's Tag Team Championships. All right. So we got three out of the many cards announced. Nice. Uh, moving on. We have uh, uh, singles action. Roman Reigns taking on Bobby Lashley. With, of course, Cesaro and Lana in their corner. Big boys. Yeah, that meat was squashed earlier. Well, it turns out the meat was in this this back. Now now the beef is in the ring. Now the beef is back in the ring. Um, Bobby Lashley gets the win here. All right. Whoa. Big, big, big win for Bobby Lashley. A huge, pretty, pretty devastating loss for Roman leading up to uh, Extreme Rules. Yes. After the match, LLC mime title belts yet again. You know, they're looking for gold. Okay. Also, Bray Wyatt comes down to help Roman up, but Roman Roman refuses it. move there, Bray. Yeah, Roman refuses it, slaps Bray's hand away, and leaves the ring. Uh, Bray waves towards Roman, and then fire explodes from the entrance area. Daniel Bryan, I mean, Bray Wyatt, Kane confirmed. Yes. Uh, Bray tells Roman that he picked a bad person to start a fight with. Kane is the fiend. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Extreme Rules is going to be the end of Roman Reigns when he is formally fired. So when you are let go, Roman, why don't you just let him in? Nice. Yes. I feel like I've walked into just a, a great, great metaphors. Yeah, it's pretty... This is... I like this uh, this Inferno match build. I love the I love the fiend getting magic fire powers to shoot fire wherever he wants. I love Bray Wyatt. I love I love that it's actually Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because well, he's I, I could see it on his face already where he didn't where Roman didn't help. I could see his like big smile be like like turn to that like sinister look and then just fire. Yes, I just I just love it. I just love the build. Um, moving on, we got a backstage segment. Our truth. Uh, All right. Detect- now this is the main event right here. Detective Truth walks up to King Corbin backstage. This is why I do it in Raw every week. Uh, Truth says that as uh, so Truth is of course talking to King Corbin. He says that as a king, your heiny, uh, you probably have a lot of money, uh, and with a lot of money, you can probably hire a lot of people, uh, namely four people. Uh, Corbin stands up and asks if Truth is trying to pin the Alistair Black crap onto him. The Alistair Black attack? Yes, the Black attack. The Black attack. Truth says, Your Heine, please don't smite me. But as a detective, I must ask these questions. I mean, you did hire LLC a couple weeks ago, Your Heine. They tried to. Yes, Corbin uh, hits Truth uh, with his staff? I don't... 
Corbin King Corbin carries around a little staff thing. I don't know exactly what it is, but he hits Truth with it, uh, and tells Truth that he better think before he talks to the King, and then walks away. All right, I, I love a good Detective Truth segment. Always will. Yeah. So thoughts thoughts on my Detective Truth segment this week? Great, fire, awesome, everything. It's the reason I tune into Raw. <laughs> For Inferno matches and Hard Truth. No, not, who needs Inferno matches when you have Hard Truth? I guess that's fair. I can't blame you. But yes, Hard uh, Truth is there, but he's he's angered the king uh, for for asking too many damn questions. Is, did King Corbin attack Aleister Black? His job. Yeah, he's trying to do his. Well, his his job is to be a wrestler. His job is not to be no, a detective. His job is to be a detective, Ryan. He, um, he, he changed career paths. My mistake. Did King Corbin set the hit on Alistair Black? Who knows? I guess we'll find out. Um, man, remember when Alistair Black was on my roster? Man, felt like months ago. <laughs> Thanks. Um. Anyways, uh, main event time. Mastiff and Murphy, the disciples, with, of course, Seth Rollins, versus the New Day. Uh, New Day defending the titles are Xavier Woods and Big E. So that means Kofi Kingston's on the side. And again, like I said, defending the titles, this is for the Raw Tag Team Championship, Mikey. All right. I'm excited. Uh, and the, the result is that the New Day get attacked during the match, gasp by the LLC. What? LLC Who's doing this. LLC attacks the New Day, and then you have uh, you know LLC beating down the New Day. Somebody's got to make the save. Who can it be, Mikey? I'll give you the answer. It's the Usos <gasps> making a making a return after Jay Uso was. What uh, uh, I believe he had a uh, uh, what did he have? He had some sort. Of, he, he didn't have an injury. He had some sort of thing. Either way, Jay Uso was gone for a bit, so I didn't use the Usos. And the Usos have returned to make a save against the LLC with the uh, to help out the New Day. Uh, so yeah, the, the match ends in I guess a disqualification. So Massive and Murphy technically win by DQ here. Know. I don't think they're going to be very happy with LLC after that, though. They're going to be fired. At, a lot of firings happening. I think I think uh, the Mother Night Messiah might might be a little uh, scornful that he lost his chance at the title. Yes. Um, but yeah, after the match or during the match, I should say, LLC attacks the New Day, and but and then we got the big return of the Usos. Should I announce it? I'm going to announce it this week. Why not, Mikey? Who who cares? I'm gonna announce it this week. Next week, eight man tag. Whoa, LLC, Mastiff and Murphy versus the New Day and the Usos. Nice. That I love it. that we have t- so two huge matches for next week, including two more matches that I already have written down. That are just as big, in my opinion. Yeah. That I've not like it. So, yeah, uh, that is my card for Raw. Thoughts, Mikey? I love it. Great card, huge matches, big announcements. We got another hard truth segment. We got Roman Reigns and the Demon getting, or the, the Roman Reigns and the Fiend getting built for, built for Extreme Rules for the Inferno match. We got Keith Lee versus AJ Styles. <sighs> big, big. Big games, you're bringing big game to Raw here, and I don't know if I can keep up. I I appreciate it. I appreciate you're laying in those haymakers for sure. Yes, the Paul haymakers. Da 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 da. Yeah, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm I'm working hard to try to make good things happen on this brand because mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't want to lose in the randomizer because i don't want to lose all my people nobody wants to lose in the randomizer that's fair that's fair uh but yeah so we got we got you know we're still building to extreme rules we got uh, a couple this we got a couple more weeks until we get there though 
Um, but I'm still excited. I, I'm looking at the rest of my card that I have laid out in front of me for Extreme Rules, and I'm very excited. Um, you can probably guess what some of them are, but uh, I'm very excited. Do you, do you have any? What, what do you What do you think I'm doing at Extreme Rules, Nike? Uh, an Inferno match between what? Roman Reigns and Keith Lee. Yes, Keith Lee is going to somehow be involved. <laughs> Uh, and it's going to be AJ Styles in a handicap match against uh... Bliss and Jax. I was just about to say that. <laughs> of course. No, seriously. What do you What do you think I'm What do you think I'm do- setting up for? I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm not. I'm not very good at picking up on context clues. Yes, but, uh, I have a lot I'm of context excited. clues in my. Card. I'm just excited for. I'm just excited to see what it's going to be. I'm excited for the build in the weeks to come because things are, I'm assuming, going to progressively get more extreme as the as the weeks roll on. Extreme. Extreme. I don't think I have a X lot of... Games. I don't think I have a lot of extreme matches down the line. Oh, all of my matches are extreme in some way, shape, or form. I love it. I do have a couple of, like, multi-man matches, which can be extreme. Let's just say uh, I, I know my boy... Angela Dawkins has a nagging injury, and it's probably going to be uh, a little exaggerated coming extreme rules. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh my god! That's oh my god, Mikey! Oh, uh, dude, I'm just looking at my cards. I, I'm just excited about the future. Oh man! But yes, that's my that's my card overall. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Mikey. Um, do you want to close out this show? Uh, before we do, let's head back to Friday night because I have an, oh, I have a match yeah. to add. Oh yeah, you have to add a match. This is a huge game changer, Mikey. You need a, a huge ass match to uh, to convince everybody why you should vote for SmackDown. You see, now you put the pressure on me, and my match doesn't feel nearly as big. Yes. So the match I added uh, is going to be Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy, in which Sami Zayn picks up the victory. I love it. I love it. We're, I love it. Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy. Why is this the huge match? Sami Zayn gets more momentum. He has to be shown like a credible threat for the uh, Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta, gotta, gotta make sure. Gotta make sure we keep showing off that Sami Zayn's Mister Money in the Bank for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. Sami Zayn gets the win. Uh, he did say a little bit ago that he was going to cash in his title, his uh, briefcase, and then never did. Now that I think about it. He picked somebody to cash it in on. I think he's waiting for the moment. You know what we should add to the randomizer? What? Cash Mon- in? Mon- yeah, a money in the bank cash in. <laughs> like, like, so, like, if, like, if, so I'm trying to think of how that would work. Well, one, like, because first off, like, it would have to be, like, a forced cash in. Because obviously, mm-hmm. storyline wise, you can cash in whenever you, you choose. But if you were mm-hmm. forced to do it by, like, say, Vince McMahon, then it's like, ah, shit, now I have to, have to figure out how to do this. Um, but, like, it could be, like, um, cash in uh, where, like, that your money in the bank holder has to cash in on, uh, mm-hmm. on, I don't know. I'm trying to think of ways so that, like, Sami Zayn might have to cash in on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what we want ultimately. It's Brock Lesnar versus Sami Zayn. Yeah, I, of course, Sami Zayn versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Bork Laser. Yes, WWE Championship. Is this is this match the new main event, or is this match just somewhere else in the card? No, it's just somewhere else in the card. Okay, where exactly? Don't know. <laughs> I like it. I like the addition. I think it's a solid match. I think it makes sense storyline wise. Have Sami Zayn, you know, like I said, seem more like a threat. He has to give. He has to have some wins to get seem like a threat. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. Uh, my head's starting to hurt, Mikey. So, do you mind uh, closing out the show? So that just about does it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Uh, go on Twitter when this episode comes out, which is now, obviously, because you're listening to it. Duh. <laughs> go on Twitter and vote for your favorite card. Who did it better? Who is getting the randomizer next week? And don't forget. While you're listening, if you're listening over on the old iTunes, to leave a review. Leave that five five star or more review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know your thoughts on the show. And don't forget to check out our website, hdbpod.com, 
where you can find everything and anything that has to do with this show and any show on in, in our family. Um, and we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's called Hit the Books Podcast, where we have all of our 2K outcomes and all of our pay-per-view reviews and everything else, all of our video versions of our podcast, you can find over there as well. Uh, and I think that's about all the plugs. Follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Follow, yeah, follow uh, us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod, where you're going to be voting for your favorite card. You said rate and review. Tweet. Uh, YouTube uh, Hit the Books I Podcast. I, I, hit, I hit I hit YouTube. I think I check out you. Wrestling with Statistics every Monday. Appreciate it. Uh, I think yeah, I, I think, think you nailed it. There. I think you, you nailed it. One hundred percent. Got it in a, one. I, you need a host more often, Mikey. Because got I, it in you're, one. Baby. You're, you're honestly a great host. I feel like you need a host more often. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mix it up so then I can give all the hot takes and annoy <laughs> annoy people with my hot takes, like <laughs> like Austin Aries is a nitwit. That's I I don't think that's that that's a that's a lukewarm take at best. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, thank you everybody. Uh, my head hurts, so hopefully I'll be one hundred percent by next week. I guess. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. Remember to leave those five star more reviews and uh, keep tuning in. We love you. Um, I guess for for Ryan, I'm Mikey, and I've got two words for you. Yeah, I can, there's no way I can say this line. I can, I can, I'll set you up. That's why I said I've got two words. Okay, then, okay, fine. I, 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 I wasn't going to put you on the spot like that. Uh, for, for Ryan, I'm Mikey. See you guys next week. I'm going to leave you with two words. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.